What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to my new football club. Um, Who'd you play at the weekend? Hartlepool. It sort of wasn't about the game, though. No, this, I know. This was episode is different. Nil-nil. It's atrocious. So lots of things happened for you at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, so I was quite I was jealous. I was quite by, jealous. Well, I wonder how much you're going to make it about you. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, so much to talk to that. So I was invited by Sue at Exeter mm-hmm. and um, to have lunch in the Heritage Lounge. Oh, you having dark, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck, there's so much to say. To have lunch and then wa- watch the game for the um, cosy seats and then have a cup of tea and a cake. It's like the worst game of football I've seen this season. But it, right. it, it wasn't about the football this this weekend. Do you want to talk about Gillingham? Can do. Um, we lost 7-2. 2-7 at home. Uh, they had four penalties. Oh, my um, God. It's going to shit, isn't it? Yeah, they're going down. My brother said, my brother sort of kept me posted. Because I, basically, I, I was running around. I looked at my phone at 20 past, and it was 3-0 down. So I texted him. I was like... What the fuck is going on? And uh, he um, he said it's excruciating. They're fucking clueless. Um, and then he said um, he said such a <laughs> such a good bit of banter. This said I, I tried to leave, but the stewards threw me back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Uh, this is absolutely embarrassing. Shambles. I said fair play to stay, and he said it's now. It's now we're now five nil down. This is horrible. They've had three pens all scored. Keeper went the wrong way each time, and then we were six one down. He said fourth penalty. Keeper went the wrong way again. <laughs> I've never seen us concede six at home, so that's something. This is a bit of history. How low, and we're we're still in January. Yeah. Then it was two six, and then uh, oh. he said it'd be two all set for all their dodgy penalties, and then basically said that so long then he sent after it was 7-2 he went longest run in the club's history without a win last conceded seven at home in 1933 very much a I was there game (laughs) (laughs) I said I'm so proud of you he said are you going to discuss this on the pod and then he got into how uh, I, I basically sort of said no and it annoyed him so there's a guy uh, who I can't remember his name. Apologies, but there's a guy who sort of runs the is it the boardroom with the bar and where I get the cake where I'm allowed to go in. Not every game. I think that's the end of me. But he was just stood behind me while I was watching the second half, just going three now. David five one. Oh, what telling you the deal? Yeah, <laughs> David seven two. Is it great? <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching the game with my new dudes. 
<laughs> and my bum feels very comfy. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, by the way, we've got um, a guy called Andy coming on later. He's going to do a transfer roundup. He's, but we're going to oh, call cool. him Transfer Terry. <laughs> okay. So this is. I just did two. Uh, these are probably shit. But this is me walking to the ground. I was, okay. Well, I can't remember how I felt. I was nervous. How about the Heritage Lounge? Hello. Um, I'm driving to Exeter City Football Club. And I'm meeting at the VIP entrance, which stands for very important person entrance. (laughs) And um, and I'm eating in the Heritage Lounge. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I am nervous. Um, I think I'm meeting John there. I've I've put some blue chinos on with some black shoes. Does black go with blue? I don't know. Um... Uh, yeah, so I've got a nice smart casual green jacket on, and uh, I hope it's uh, sufficient. That means this is, that's me signing out. <laughs> so that was recapping what we've already said, plus I'm nervous, <laughs> essentially. Okay, and this is the second one. This is. Fuck, this is probably longer. More, probably more insightful, this one, hopefully. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm work, walking to the ground. Uh, it's a bit of a breeze. I'm relatively um, calm. But I am obviously ner- a bit nervous. I'm only human. It's about an hour and a quarter till kick-off. I'm late. Oh, yeah, I was Less late. Slightly late. I was late. Left the house slightly late and oh, messages right. saying, yeah, where are you? Stressed me out a bit, but... Nah, must me, I feel like I'm going to a nightclub the way I'm dressed. Weird, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with it. But... I guess this is a new world I'm stepping into. <laughs> one I want to belong to. And at some point... Be the direct... Not the director, but at least have a say in the running. In the running of the club. <laughs> Yeah. What, because you put some smart clothes on? <laughs> well. Ideas above you know, the station pretty quick. And then I just said, keep you posted, which is my little catchphrase. Keep you posted. Um, <laughs> it is beca- becoming a super little catchphrase. So, um, Joe, mm. John's texting me on my way to the, I'm walking there. I was nervous. I was dressed, not smart, but I never You're dressed really like smart. that. Yeah. Thanks. And, uh, and he said, where are you? I'll meet you at the VIP. And she went there. Sue came down, shook my hand. We just went into this new door I've never been in. We went upstairs with pictures of the players, past and present. Yeah, Ethan Ampadu and Ollie Watkins and some dudes from the 80s I've never heard of. <laughs> and, uh, and then we got to the top of the stairs, door, opened the door. Fuck me, it's busy. Oh, right. Like eight, nine, ten tables of ten chairs around each table. Oh. Fucking loud. <laughs> the Heritage Lounge is loud. I've not oh, thought Oh, the Heritage her- Lounge is pumping before. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like me. Yeah. It was... I thought it was going to be, like you say, a few sandwiches and a bit of a... Nah. Uh, oh, right. It's the right oh, jolly. I, I said to my brother... When, when I, the game the other day, I was talking to my brother about um, kind of the way Craig Cash watches football with a 
kind of you know all that sort of stuff and i i said it's amazing isn't it and uh if i remember rightly he just sort of didn't respond it was i don't right. know why right i think it was a kind of yeah that is good but there's, i think it was, we, maybe discussed like it's not really an option like I think because it's not an option at Jill's even well like Exeter the Heritage Lounge isn't going to be the same Man City's Heritage Lounge is sounds like Soho House or something well <laughs> so you've got these companies sat round tables to do you know to do with the uh, uh, in fact let's let Johnny the sponsors John and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I met Mr Carpet right he was superb <laughs> he really was I said, well, to him, where do you, I said to him, where do you park? I have to park 15 minutes. I park at the fucking club, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you do. Hi, John. Hello, John. Hello. Someone's back at college. Yeah, I'm back. I was going to be doing this uh, from the Etihad, but I managed to get back. So, oh, are you uh, going to do it from the Etihad? <clears throat> yeah, that's where my lecture was this morning. Oh, so, uh, what a shame we weren't there. Yeah. How, how um, are you doing, John? I saw you on Saturday. So, but I'm basically telling Joe what happened, and I've got to the point where we opened the doors to the Heritage Lounge, and I went, "Fucking hell, it's busy!" In my head. <laughs> yeah. For, for John, that's a normal. It wasn't a big surprise when you opened the doors. You've how many times you've been in the Heritage Lounge, John? Um, well, eating in there only a couple of times, but I know oh. how busy it can get. Oh, so you've this is newish to you. This is a new. Yeah, uh, I mean, normally the, the catering food is like the same for all areas of hospitality. So the food was like something I expected, but sort of not really sat in the Heritage Lounge too many times, to be fair. Well, stick with did, me, mate. Did you think it was loud? Did, did well, that no, go through good. your head? Did you think it's loud? Or as someone a bit younger, did you not think, the, you know? No, it was notably loud. I mean, you know, me and David said straight away, didn't we? You know, it's not... Fuck me, it's loud. <laughs> so the banter was flying from... <laughs> Dot, so Sue, Sue McQueenie, isn't it? Yeah. So she sort of, she led us to our table. She sat with us and, um, I, did, um, I was, <laughs> listen, I was embarrassed. Why what? Because I'm like that in social situations. Oh, what, what, right. Okay. But yeah. Shouldn't. But I was aware of my shoes. In fact, a couple of people mentioned my shoe. Who's the guy we spoke to? Not Mr. Carpet. That's, right. that's not. That's quite vague. Yeah, I know. So Julian came over. Julian Tag came over. I think he took the piss out of my trousers. <laughs> uh, I was aware that I, I made a point of talking about my trousers and that possibly people were going, "What trousers has you chosen?" <laughs> yeah, you made a rod for your own back in that. Case, <laughs> so there was a real "What trousers is David wearing?" vibe in the. <laughs> in the heritage I think Julian made a, a dungaree joke as well in his presentation yes so Joe what? listen to this what what if, while they Say. while they have lunch <laughs> I didn't know they did this while they have lunch a player comes up from the team yeah so they had Sam Nombe come up yeah this before injured. the game yeah and they oh, interview he's injured. him he's injured, they interview right. them oh okay I thought he was having to do this before he's played okay he's injured yeah so Julian sort of interview I think Julian I think Julian enjoys a bit of comedy. Yeah, I think he uh, he dabbles in it, doesn't he? Yeah, he's sort of taking the piss out of my dungarees and taking the piss out of our podcast. Matt Taylor came up to be interviewed, yeah. took the piss out of our, called us Pearl and Wilson. <laughs> 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 I like that. I yeah, I do. We were called Pearl and Wilson. Pearl and Wilson. <laughs> God, we're in we're in the DNA of the club now. 
basically. We're we're rooted. We're we're part of the. Well, furniture. for a weekend. I'm... Yeah, for a weekend. Yeah. But all right. But so we had a we had a table with a, a couple about. of corporate members. So we had Radio X, who were the local radio. One so of we the had the radio station on our table, Joe. Oh, fucking this sounds. Boring. I spoke to the owner of Radio X. <laughs> and we had three blokes called Steve on our table. <laughs> and they all sat together, three Steves. <laughs> I did a I did a great joke at the end of the uh did you at the on, end of the it? game. He came up to me I can't remember exactly, he came up to me say goodbye and said, Sorry, is it Steve? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. This gives you a, an insight into the day, Joe, that where the three Steves was one of the talking points. Oh, yeah, the game wasn't terrific by the sounds of it. Yeah, the game was awful. But before all of that, uh, me and David had our pictures taken, didn't we, David? Saw that. So a photographer came up, you know, pictures taken, uh, took me and John out. So, no, little... I did, what, hold on, you said, a photographer, what, what did you say? I don't know what you said. You went, a, a photographer came up and said, can I take your photos or whatever? Okay. Oh, right, yeah. Honestly, he could have been anyone. <laughs> I just went, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's Tom from PPA. He normally covers our games. Well, make it clear, Tom. <laughs> I'm Tom from PPA. <laughs> Simple. Make Simple. it clear what PPA is, please. <laughs> uh, so PPA he took thing? us out, and we stood in, like, the little stadium, and like, it was just little beginning stadium. to... stadium? F- in the stadium? In the stand, Oh, stand right, and it was just beginning to feel like you had the odd bloke there. It was like an hour before quick kickoff, and I was like, I sort of felt like I like you, I like the true supporter, but I think I enjoy the warmth and these guys more. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent a hot, hot room guy. But then Tom took us. He wanted us to go down the stairs, didn't he, John? Yeah. Open the gate and to the pitch. I was like, Oh, that sounds great. And we sat in the dugout. I said the dugout thing annoyed me a little bit. I was like, these two are getting, these two are having fun, a lot of fun now. And you both look genuinely buzzing, sitting there and sort of doing a little casual leaning back pose because I was like, they're comfortable, they're having fun. Who is that guy, that guy with the grey hair? Was he a photographer? He was with Zanzala. Zanzala gave me a little look, just gave me a little look. Yeah, I don't like know that. what that look meant. <laughs> but He's he standing me close to me. <laughs> but some guy came up to me and said, I, I see you wear red DMs. I went, oh, no, oh, no it's embarrassing. And he went, no, no, no. It means you got there's a child in there. You're, young, you're basically you're young at heart. That was, that was Phil Mingo. Who's that? He, owned, he, he owns PPA, the photograph company. So for home games, I often have two... Um, we can't Too skirt funny. over that, that someone came up to you and said... Yeah, so I thought he was going to take the piss of it. No, it means there's a child in there. You're young at heart, you want to play. I went, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I've never owned a pair of that mine. In a football ground, that happened. Yeah, and he actually... I thought he was going to lay into me. And he went, no, it's a good thing. Remain young at heart. <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? Is, it, is, it, is this on the pitch? Yeah, you yeah, stood on. Sure. So you're stood on the pitch in red DMs, and someone said you're young at heart, mate. And yeah, you, right. Okay, just to clarify and continue being young at heart. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, don't be knotted up in your tummy about being in the heritage <laughs> lounge. Just so, if you're it. listening, thanks for that. That stuck with me because I told my wife as soon as I got home. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had yeah. 101 things to do at the time, so she was yeah. like, okay. Um, 
What else did you do on the? So, what's it like being on the pitch before the game? That oh, it's been. amazing. I felt a bit nude, a bit naked. Cause yeah, I was going to say because there must have been people in the ground. Yeah, going, where the hell like, are they on the pitch? Pratt. Yeah, yeah. What did you? How do you feel, John? Yeah, it was all right. It was pretty comfortable. Um, <laughs> when I was when I was doing media stuff for, for the club, we were often doing things pitch side, so it was sort of. I oh, done it before. Been right. um, been yeah. in the dugout though before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's hardly Jimmy. Do you know who I sat next to, Joe, throughout the whole match? Who? Matt Taylor's wife. Ah, really? Name? She was fantastic. Did Did she uh, Did she chat to you? It was great. She was just very little interest in the game. Matt was kind of going. She was like, it doesn't mean anything. No, they're not proper words. I was like, no, undermining his life's work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was all about if if they win, great evening ahead. If they lose, appalling evening ahead. And, <laughs> and she told me that he watches the game as soon as he gets home. Again, what? and really? studies it. Yeah. And oh, she well, has. I don't know if I'm allowed to say. She say, that. "Hey, Matt, enough." <laughs> We're going to Bella Pasta. Cut it out. <laughs> We've got a voucher for Bella Pasta. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did, were you great. sat the other side of Matt, Matt Taylor's wife, John? I imagine it went David, Matt, Matt Taylor's wife, John. That's in my head. That's no. It was. Um, it was Matt Taylor's Matt Taylor's friend, friend. Taylor's wife. Yeah. David, Sue, then me. Oh, so it was Sue between you. Who was that? So Sue was between the two of you. Yeah. yeah. It was the, honestly, the first half <laughs> is the shittest game of football. And if Pierce and Matt, Jay are listening, crap. <laughs> Pull your socks Speaking up, what's boys. Happened? <laughs> what's happened? Pull your socks up, boys. <laughs> I was thinking when, when you said crap, I was like, oh, I hope they're not listening. Because I don't... But... No, they take the piss out of my bloody jack, green jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one all then. <laughs> um, yeah. Sounds like a fantastic day. Oh, it was we just... Hadn't, we hadn't even eaten at this point. We oh, yeah, it was the... Yeah, we haven't even got on to the... the duck. Carp tart versus duck. Yeah, duck, roasted veg. Didn't expect the pudding. What was the pudding? It's like a... Like a it's cr- like an apple crumble in like a little glass. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, I had my selfie taken with all the waitresses. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I asked them. I said, "Could you please take my photo with you?" <laughs> Can I be in the studio? And they were like, uh, uh, "We're sort of dealing <laughs> with." Before David, before you turned up, I was uh, I was in the boardroom and I was speaking to, to some people. But uh, we have a few a few of the waitresses were coming in and asking, "Is the guy from Afterlife here yet? Is the guy from Afterlife here yet?" So everyone was. Were they expecting Joe? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think yeah. they were expecting you. Oh right. I'd love to see the reaction if Joe came. I think Joe would get sort of forty percent more because he's yeah, on the light 40, entertainment 40, 40. circuit. <laughs> <laughs> right, transfer Terry's here. Okay, transfer. Oh, I'm excited for this. Yeah, he's got all because it's the it's the end of the transfer. It's the final day, isn't it? Here we go. Here we go. Big Andy. I can't wait for this. This is. I'll just sit back and listen to the info. Morning, chaps. Hi. Morning. Morning, Andy. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. I can't see you. I can't see you, mate. I'm, I'm here. Hey. There we go. Do you mind us calling you Transfer Terry? <laughs> um, I 
I've been called worse. It's fine. <laughs> you like? It's fine. How, how have we got to this point, Alvinja? Because I haven't been part of how 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 is transfer Terry here, David? So I play Twitch, play games on Twitch, computer games. Twitch is a I can't bother yeah. to explain. Yeah, that, but... but it's a website where you play computer yeah, games. Yeah, no, that bit we can gloss over. Yes, How okay, was, yeah. so I sometimes play as FIFA, and Andy does an incredible job as my transfer dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> And he'll go off and find little deals, won't you, Andy? Um, yeah, I, 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 obviously, uh, most of those careers are in the lower leagues, yeah. which, which helps which helps with this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm also hoping that John... John will fact check me a little bit because there'll be some stuff that I'm not, you know, I'm not an Exeter fan no. by trade. Are you losing confidence now you're on? <laughs> <laughs> and John's a bit of a taskmaster, so. Yeah. I've, like, I've done my research. Me, this yeah. is not, no excuses. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, this is real life, Andy. It's not computer footballers. This is. No, Welcome to the big league. The big boys. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. boys now. So this is. January the 31st, end of the transfer window. Yeah. What have you got? Well, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I think, you know, doing the transfer window in League Two, it's a bit, you know, with, with, without too much offence, it's it's not got the glamour that Sky <laughs> are probably doing today. Um, covering, you know, you've got to think of me as kind of a pound shop Jim White. Right. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not going to give anybody any massive exclusives, but what I am going to try and do is talk about, you know, a little bit of history of, of you know, what Exeter have done, not necessarily a deadline day, but, you know, the, the type of transfers, the type of deals they do. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit about, you know, maybe some of their kind of record signings and a bit of context it's as lovely. to what, oh, yeah, so what have they done in the past? You know, what, what, what's the ballpark in terms of a typical deal? Yeah. Um, then a little bit about, what they've done this window and what they might do today. Yeah. Which which hopefully gives a bit of context to why we're doing it today. I reckon John um, I reckon John knows what they're gonna to do today. Record transfers. Yeah. I reckon yeah, he knows record. what they're gonna to do today, but he oh, won't let, let He was off. probably negotiating a couple of the deals to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the boardroom on Saturday. Yeah. I may have heard something here or there, you know, we don't well, know. Well let's see, let's see. But this is this is a real test for my yeah. my contacts and my Googling. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so first and foremost, like, I, I think it's fair to say that, you know, Exeter, th their, their typical transfer is going to be a loan. It's going to be a free transfer. It's going to be maybe a, a low value undisclosed fee. Might, you know, the odd swap deal, that tends to be more of a fee for thing than, a, uh, than, a, than an actual real life thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they've got a couple of loans in at the moment. You know, uh, Amund, um, is on a season-long loan at the moment, and so is uh, the keeper Dawson. So both of those guys are are already on loan. Yeah. Um, so they obviously did that in the summer. Um, so from a, from a context of also the type of deals they do. Um, Can I just say, know, Andy, I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm absolutely loving this. I really wish I had some toast. <laughs> yeah, I do want to sit back. <laughs> yeah. This is fantastic. I'm literally going, so, what's the point of me? You could be the new Fabrizio <laughs> Romano. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's every, there's every chance that that might happen, I think, yeah. after this. Terry Tompkins. Um, I'll, I'll keep, <laughs> I'll keep my, my phone line open. Um but in terms of the record signings, um, transfer marked, which which um, is the kind of gospel on this kind of thing, yeah. um, threw up some interesting stats because again, you know, 
I, I repeat what I said about this not being Sky Sports deadline day. Uh, <laughs> far from it, but but this kind of back, this this backs it up, yeah, a hundred percent. So. So highest fees paid that I could find uh, on the on the kind of gospel of, of of transfers online. So highest fee they've ever paid for a goalkeeper uh, is fifty four thousand pounds. Who Exeter? Uh, is it? Yeah. So so this is Paul Jones. Uh, John's this was nodding. John's, John's nodding. nodding. You're in Eight, John's good books. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen years ago. What? This was. Um, so this backs up this theory that you know loans freeze and and, and low fees are, are what it's all about. Wow! And, you, and we'll also find out in a minute why that that is such a prudent policy because of the highest fees received is 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 night and day. Oh right. The highest fee they've ever paid for a defender seems to be Troy Archibald Henville, who I think was at Spurs back yeah. in the day. We signed him um, from Spurs, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, and, and he cost ninety thousand pounds. Um, and that was 13 years ago. Was he good, John? Um, did you see him play? Uh, yeah, I did. I did see him play. He was a really good player. Went on to play a little bit higher than than City. Uh, I think he played in League One. That maybe might have had a little splutter in the Championship. But uh, he sort of he had a really bad sort of knee injury. Sort of his career petered out. And right. um, but he has this very memorable goal that City fans remember, which was at Sheffield Wednesday away, where. <coughs> In the last sort of minute of the game or so, from centre back, he took everyone on and scored. So, renowned <laughs> for that. Well worth the money then. Just for that. Yeah. yeah obviously, I had all that written down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you read out was, your bit then. What you? Had. I was, I was reading that out. <laughs> obviously, obviously, John is the John's the gospel on this. Yeah. Um, I think this is the most surprising one. Um, so, highest pay fee paid for a midfielder seems to be Stuart Storer. Um, and, and we're talking 30 years ago. Um, so, again, you know, these, the, uh, unless transfermarkt.com is, is, is selling me a, a, a duff bit of information, that's, that's crazy for such a key part of the team. How much um, is he? That's uh, £29,000. What? Um, 30 years So, again, we're... And I, and I remember him going, I'm old enough to remember him going on to have a good career elsewhere in the league. But, um, yeah, crazy. And then, and then transfer record um, up front. So let's see if John knows. Maybe. John, do you know? Yeah, I know who it is. You interviewed him last week. What, Jaden? Jaden Stockley, I think. Is the highest fee paid for, a, for an attacker, I'm pretty sure. How does Jen well, I, tra- I, transfer? This is, this is the only place we're going to agree to disagree, because I've got Marcus Stewart. Marcus Stewart. I remember Marcus Stewart, but how much does it say it was paid for him? Hundred thousand pounds. Okay, so it's around the same mark. So right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't so, know, so know who to believe now. Yeah. This is so Stuart, I, 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 I don't know if that was at the end of his career when he played for Ipswich and some other clubs as well, or at the start. But um, but again, you know, record signing. If they if they put a hundred thousand pounds, one hundred and one thousand pounds today, which they won't, I don't think. But that would be their record signing, which is. Cool. Absolutely crazy. Marcus Stewart. Oh, him. I think he was at Sunderland as well. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah he was sort of older when he came to us. I'm surprised we paid a fee. I'm, I'm too young to sort of remember the time when he came. But, uh, God, yeah, yeah, I was under the illusion that Jaden was our most expensive uh, purchase. Oh, right. yeah. It was, it was an undisclosed fee, but it was sort of reported in the region of what yeah. uh, Andy has said. Mm. So, so, yeah, I mean... Incredible work, therefore, done over the years to to, to work within a budget, and and the fact that you know th- all of those signings are pre twenty ten, 
you know that's uh, that's pretty impressive it's I sort, think it's also yeah. important to remember there was a huge sort of like collapse in finances the club almost went into administration well yeah almost went into an administration so there was that's probably a, a key explanation as to why there is a lack of big signings the Michael big, Jackson years yeah the, the, yeah. the dodgy years yeah. So, um, but but then we 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 go into the other side of things, which is a bit of a different, a bit of a night and day view. So, goalkeeper wise, um, Kevin Miller is their biggest sale on a goalkeeper, uh, two hundred seventy thousand pounds. Have you heard of any of these which, players, Joe, through your Gillingham connection? Uh, not really, not so far. No. Well, well Kevin Miller was nineteen ninety three, <laughs> so that's quite a while ago. Wow. Um, How old is he now? But, he went to Birmingham. Um, then we come to some names that you will have heard of. Uh, so the highest re- highest fee received for a defender is uh, Ethan Ampadu, um, who went to Chelsea. Eventually, through sell-ons etc., has made two point five million in total. So that's that's a different. Uh, so how much does X do Exeter get off the back of that? Well, is that the well, money that, they received, basically? That is the money they received. Oh, they, okay, so, okay, but if he gets sold on, is there a? Yeah, that's part of that's with sell-ons. You're saying, isn't it? Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there'd be a, there would have been a fee to Chelsea, which would have been fairly chunky. But then there was a follow-on because I think you know he's, he's moved on elsewhere now, hasn't he? So, so um, yeah. Actually, this is an interesting point of conversation. Ethan did not go for a massive amount for what he was. Con- he wasn't. He didn't go for his valuation because it went to a tribunal. So right. Chelsea didn't want to pay what we valued him at, and we weren't going to sell him for what we valued for what they wanted to buy him for. So we went to the club, went to court with Chelsea and tried to get a fee that we thought was appropriate. We still didn't get a fee that was appropriate. Um, we, I think we have a sell-on percentage on Ethan Ampadu, who hasn't left Chelsea yet. He's had a couple of loans. Oh, He's yeah, renewed yeah. his five-year deal. He's just had a five-year deal at Chelsea. Um, but yeah, this is an ever-present topic in. Exeter City's history where we sell our academy players but we don't get a fair price because the Premier League teams think it is mm. alright to come in and stick your boot in <laughs> yeah and, and, and there's a I mean with the other two players as well I think I think it's a similar story certainly with one of them Joe, so, do you, sorry do you know Ethan Ampadu well I know, I know I don't know I didn't know he played for Exeter do you know what he looks like in his early days fantastic uh, set of dreads Honestly, if he'd been playing now, I'd have been all over him like a rash. Fantastic hairdo. Wow, that can't was... help his pace. <laughs> I think he was 15, 16 when he made his debut. Okay, well, I wouldn't have been all over him, but I would have celebrated his hair. Wouldn't, also, wouldn't wash his hair in the showers. No. Do you know what I used to have? I used to have dreads. Do you know that? <laughs> I used to have one big matted at the I back. Can't Im- if, if we were doing this podcast when he was at Exeter, I don't know. I can't imagine we'd talk about anything else. I'm amazed you haven't jumped on that bit of info, Joe. Well, yeah, Jez, you, you told me a few months ago. Oh, right. Well, that's I what just, you haven't I just felt uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's three people went quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair dues. <laughs> yeah. So, so to, to complete the set, uh, record midfielder is Matt Grimes to Swansea, uh, which I think will probably be a similar situation where he probably ended up costing a bit more over time. And then the final one is, is not going to be much of a surprise, which is Ollie Watkins. How much? Um, who, who, tra- again, transfer marks is saying that 
so far he's he has raked in 6.5 million through his uh, through his sales to Brentford and then on to Villa. Wow. So what did he actually go for from City? What was the actual amount he went? Was it undisclosed? It's undisclosed, but it's a reported one point seven five. One point. So how's he made? Six, say, was the sale on to Villa enormous then? It was about thirty odd million. Thirty. Yeah, he went for thirty-three million quid. Oh, that to... feels like to know you're worth thirty million. You're you're worth Stressful. more than a. What's what's what else is worth thirty million? But anyway, but you know what I mean. Like if you're looking at, a but building it's it's, it's like a, a culmination of all sort of things. Like uh, you, you, we get. Uh, I I don't know if I can disclose the percentage, but so there'll be a percentage, and then we get that percentage of every bit of profit that Brentford make on Ollie Watkins. So, for mean? example, Ollie Watkins has a clause in his Villa contract currently which has something to do with England appearances. So for a per certain amount of England appearances, Brentford will get money and then money from that pile will come to City in that percentage. It's complicated, isn't it? So, Joe, the border wall that Donald Trump wanted to put up was worth £30 million. So he's the same as keeping... <laughs> Yeah, he's the same as. Imagine how lovely that must feel. Wouldn't it be nice for him to walk along it, just thinking? <laughs> yeah, thirty million dollars. So actually, more. more anyway. He's worth more. Than he's that more than Trump's effect. wall. Yeah. Well, so so that that pretty much demonstrates how well run, and and I suppose how how the story is probably very similar across other League Two clubs. They have to run in that way, but it's a particular success story from what I can see that so many players have, have, have recouped um, the investment that Exeter have put into them. And was Ollie Watkins through the youth and everything from a young age, was he? He's good, really good mates with Matt Jay, Joe, apparently. Oh, they, yeah, they, they went yeah. through the youth together, didn't they? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they were the... Yeah, they were the hot shots, weren't they? In there. Yeah, Ollie was uh, was actually released as a fifteen year old, and then or sort of around that age, and then picked up again. Um, wow! He, he was. Yeah, I think someone got fired. Might have had like a, an attitude problem or concentration problems when he was younger, and then sort of went away and thought, right, well, I'm going to take this a little bit seriously now, and then got picked up um, again. So, so that's the um, that's kind of quiz over um, the the window um, so far. Um, I think it's fair to say that there's been a lot of injury problems, uh, probably more than usual, um, and, and key players. So Sam Nombe's been out for a while. Alex Hartridge's been out for a pretty long time now. So And they've had lots of kind of pockets of people being injured and out. Um, and, and it's been dealt with in a couple of different ways. So you've got uh, the, the kind of the academy way of dealing with it. So uh, Diabate's come in. Yeah, um, he's good. And, and filled in. Uh, three clean sheets in a row since he's come in ah. uh, and a goal um, so you know he's doing a fantastic job and, and, and uh, is, is another guy kind of on the road to, to building a career at Exeter obviously um, and, and then the other way of dealing with it would be the uh, the loan move to try and solve a problem so because San has been out um, Mr Zanzala was, was, was loaned in who I understand is being called Aussie internally <laughs> Um, just a bit of research yeah. paying off there. Any more of that? Any, any bits like that? <laughs> Chuck them in. <laughs> Zanzala might be out for the whole season, mightn't he? Well, he? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, he scored on his debut, and, and I think on the pod, you, you know, referenced that he made a big impression and people liked him. He looked the business on Saturday. He had a long black coat on with a big furry collar. Well, he looked confidence the absolute is high now. Nuts. Confidence is back. 
Yeah, honestly, I was like, wow, look at that. And he so definitely he, looked at me over his shoulder. What's the situation here? If he plays well, they'll want him back then, won't they, basically? So, yeah, is that how it works? Trick, it always annoys me with loans. It's like a juggling act, isn't it? Yeah. As you go, sort of, you want to have a, he wants to be a little bit inconsistent so they don't want him back too quick. Yeah, I suppose you want to just about see enough. Yeah, to, it makes a uh, difference, but not that they notice. Hmm. It's a bit, it's a weird one. I'm getting my head round all these players coming in and out. And so, who's going to leave at the end of the season? Um, is it Podge and the goalie will leave? Well, the loans will terminate then, yeah. And so Oz, Oz would also leave at the end of the season if uh, if a, a, a deal wasn't agreed. Oh, you're calling him Oz, are you? Well, I spoke to him at half-time, actually, and I called him... Did you, uh, where, where was I? <laughs> where was I? <laughs> Having a wet willy moment. <laughs> he, was in the, he was in the boardroom, and you were, I think you were chatting to someone else. Why so. didn't you go, hey, David, what? Oz... Well, I think think, John, you didn't come up with his nickname, did you, by any chance? No, <laughs> oh, definitely. Sure. That would have been a real exclusive. That's okay. annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bit annoyed, yes, bit uh, annoyed uh, with John? No, no. no. <laughs> he is. He's annoyed. I'll email you later. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, uh, yeah, so so looks like a looks like a neop. Now, again, today, this is where John's going to be able to maybe give a bit more exclusivity to the to the research. Um, but uh, Matt Taylor's pretty much said in the press that there's someone else coming in today. Have you got any um, deals from the league, rest of the league too, Terry? Transfer, Terry. I'll be, I'll be interested to see what uh, what you pick out from League Two because I'm, I mean, I, don't, I haven't really kept up. No, I'm really interested to see you know, which teams have. Strengthened, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can help with that, I think. So, um, we talked about Barrow and Oz coming um, uh, for a curtailed loan spell, by the looks of it. Um, and the business that they've done off the back of that is that they've brought back uh, Wayne Rooney's brother. What? Uh, John John Rooney was, was a player at Barrow, uh, played quite a few games for them. Um, he dropped down to Stockport for some reason. Money. Um, and then he's come back. Uh, undisclosed fee. So, undisclosed fee, John Rooney at Barrow. Wow. Um, another player, I've kind of started with some players that you might have heard of, may not. Um, Salford have bought Matt Smith, who would play for Leeds and Millwall in the Championship. Sorry, Andy. Uh, um, J- Wayne Rooney's brother has gone to what, Barrow? Joe? Yeah, John Rooney. Who was he at? Younger brother. He was. He was. Uh, he played for Barrow for a while, um, and he went to Stockport, dropped down the division. Uh, he's gone back to Barrow because he would be to replace Oz. How old is he now? Uh, undisclosed fee. How old is he now? Thirty-one. Because I, God, I remember when obviously. Well, I remember him be, being in the press loads that he was. He'd signed his first contract, and I remember it being like a smaller club. And just, I just remember thinking exactly that. Your brothers are so tough. Just gone to Man U, and you're yeah. breaking yeah. through. I it. think he was at Macclesfield for quite a long time. I think that's probably where he Mad. kind of got started. But, but yeah, I mean, he's he's gone back to back into the league. But he looks like he's been he's kind of replaced the the squad place. Um, 
Salford have, have brought Matt Smith in, who was at Leeds and Millwall. Uh, big six foot four, big kind of powerhouse centre forward. Ooh, lovely. Um, which is an interesting bit of business, really, to come all the way down to League Two. And, God, he's a unit, isn't he? Um, he's signed for them rather than alone. Fuck, you don't want to defend that. You, you, you got a chance with some that lad up front. Jesus, wow. Oh, they've still got to come. Salford have got to come, haven't they, to the St James? Yeah, yeah. fancy bit of that. Oh, yeah, God, the picture a, I'm looking at, he's sort of got bruises and stuff. I think because he he likes getting, he looks like he, he looks like a rugby player. Yeah, he clearly likes getting stuck in. Um, and the and the other one um, who's dropping a league down. So John Marquis was at um, John uh, Portsmouth for quite a while, banged quite a few goals in for Portsmouth. He's moved on to Lincoln, Lincoln, um, which again, you know, he's dropping down a division, a permanent deal. Um, could see them score a few goals now. Are Lincoln in? No, Lincoln are in League One, aren't they? I think they're both in the same league. Oh, there you go. Oh, That's for God's sake, Terry. Thank God John's here. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did that Honestly, yeah, makes me just want to end it now. Just to check everyone was listening. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just keeping John on his toes. Yeah. And you passed, John. Uh, do you know who Mansfield have bought? Because I think they're the, the danger club. They've just they've had a club record eight wins in a row now. Yeah, they're 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 big strong men. With not yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff about them maybe buying a couple of players today um, on the on the grapevine. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. Mantle um, is a, a big spender and always actually sign a few players on deadline day. They like leaving it. Well, not they don't like leaving it last minute, but they they reckon they can get some good deals on the last day from players that haven't left and feel like they need them. They got a bit of cash then, have they? Yeah. Cool. You yeah, like this, Joe? Do you remember Carl Perigiani or whatever, the guy with a bit massive legs that I spoke about? Yeah. Well, Hartlepool have had a bid rejected for him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now you're talking. <laughs> but, Why have we waited 15 minutes to get to that? Everyone's getting everything wrong. Hartlepool. 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 Oh, okay. My point. I thought you meant he played for Hartlepool. No, it's League Two side Hartlepool have had a bid rejected for fellow fourth tier outfit Oldham Athletic for their defender Carl Pierre Gianni. Big, oh, biggest legs in the league. No question. Huh? I thought you were still talking about Mansfield. No, sorry, I'm. I was all over the place. God, you weren't happy there for a sec, were you? I, yeah, I feel like I feel like the Lincoln City getting in the wrong league has has, has put me in a bad position. <laughs> well, it has changed the mood a bit, Andy. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? The least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to redeem myself on, now. Head up, son. <laughs> yeah, come on. Right, <laughs> you're one job. Deep breath. Apologies, deep breath, Andy. Andy. I didn't want. Well, I, the problem is, is either way, I think uh, someone's going to pick it up. So it's better for me to pick it up. Oh, absolutely, it's... rather than. Well, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't want to get you know letters yeah. and stuff. I get loads of shit from my brother for not picking up on stuff. So... Yeah, I get shit from my nephew. <laughs> so, so I've got the only other thing I've got um, about deadline day, or well, not deadline day, but but the, the the window. Some interesting stuff in the window, and this kind of feeds into. Some, you know, something we said earlier on about young players coming down and, and learning their trade and obviously mm-hmm. the, 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 a possible new guy doing that for Exeter maybe. Um, Swindon have picked up uh, a, a guy from Aston Villa called Louis Barry. 
who is a striker. I think he's about 18, 19. He's very good on Football Manager 22. <laughs> uh, so if that's anything to go by, that's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, um, um, he scored for Villa. When, when Villa had a massive COVID crisis, they played Liverpool's first team in the FA Cup and he actually scored yeah. in that game. And he's gone to Swindon. He's gone to Swindon. Uh, they've also picked up Brandon Cooper, who's played for Swansea in the Championship a few times. So again, a, a player dropping down a couple of leagues to to get some matches. So they could um, they could be consolidating. Um, mm. Forest Green, who are obviously oh, um, different class. They picked up uh, a midfielder from Leicester, Casey McAteer. Don't think he's any relation to Jason. Um, he's had League Cup and League minutes, so. You know, he might he might make a little bit of a difference in the running. This one's a bit controversial. Uh, Colchester have picked up Aurora Edwards. Oh! Who was at Exeter yeah. um, for the first part of the season. He went back to um, Bristol, didn't he? And yeah. yeah Why'd he go back? Loan. Did they, did, but did he do well? Did he... Did they want to keep... But like league games, if you like. So he was only playing in side cup competition. So it wasn't getting wasn't much benefit for Bristol, basically. No. So they sent him out to Colchester on his debut. He scored. So. Tricky, quite tricky. Yeah. What's it like going on loan? I wonder. Like, because it is it seen as a, I suppose depending on your age, but I guess. But is it seen as a sort of negative or I don't know? I think a lot of the players, especially. Uh, at City because we get so many uh, sort of like appreciative of a player coming down from like a, a, a bigger club but what I about what about what the players thinking like you've you know you've got the, the lad coming from Villa or whatever and you're going what's he thinking just to basically to get some experience is, is yeah. he yeah he's not sort of the going one, the coming down for minutes the, 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 the thing is the academies in, in this day and age are so uh, strong on his the youngsters get in minutes with men, with real real right. players. And if you play in the under-23s and playing against people your own age, eventually it gets to a point where it's easy. Right. And the real step is where you're playing against physical, you know, centre-halves that, yeah, you might not play against them in the Premier League, uh, like, you know, the big, you know, sort of shithouse. Harden like, you up, through, through. Yeah, but, you know, you learn valuable lesson in how to p- play proper men's football and the physicality of men's football. Yeah. The, the big example of that is probably Harry Kane. Who, who went to Orient and Norwich and Millwall and others and was a real journeyman and then suddenly bumped up, got his chance. And How old did he do that? How old was he when he went? It was He must have been really young. I think it was kind of 17 to 20. Wow. Roughly. So it wasn't really a regular for us until about, I'll say us, it wasn't really a regular for Tottenham until he was about you know, 20, 21. It's, I'm... John, I just I was just looking at the table. Yeah. In the the first sort of ten games I watched, there were some teams that stood out and they weren't doing very well and we beat them. Then yeah. now all those teams, Newport County, they're third, Mansfield are sixth, and Bradford are now coming up the table in eleventh. And yeah. my point is I can pick a side. <laughs> Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you're right, There's the teams like Mansfield that are coming on to, to some winning streaks now are, were really good against us when we when I watched them, and mm. there's no surprise that they're climbing up the table. There's some real, real good teams in this league. I love Newport County, I thought they were good. Our chatterbets, have, only one's come in, but they've been very close with your your choice from League 2 teams you've seen. We tend Thank to you. do... 
Thank quite you. well off the back of it. So, thank you. Fair play to you, David. <laughs> Give an eye. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else, Andy? Couple more um, on the on the topic of you picking a player and picking a team. Um, you'll probably remember when Oldham played Exeter. Jamie Bowden was playing yeah. centre midfield from Spurs. So, yes. So he's he was at Oldham for the first part of the season. He's been recalled. Um, and the plan is to send him back out to a, a club in League One or the Championship. So oh. obviously, they you know, Spurs have decided he needs a bit more, um, bit more of a challenge for the rest of the season. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, so two or three more. Bradford, you mentioned there. Um, so they've been they've been busy, and they they've got you know a reasonably eye-catching move. So a, a guy from Hearts in the Scottish Premier called Jamie Walker. He's played about 150 games in, in the Premiership in Scotland. Uh, he's come on loan um, for the rest of the season. Um, and I think, I think I'm right in saying that the, the Bradford manager's got connections up in Scotland. So I suspect that's probably what it is. So he's um, playing out but, of favour then, maybe, obviously. Yep. Yeah. But that's, I mean, theoretically, yeah, he can play right across the midfield. Theoretically, that's a, wow. that's a big that's move. Good. Love all this. Love all this. Um, and just two more, uh, Carlisle, uh, they've got a loan of uh, Dino Simeu, who played, who's at Southampton, and he was Chelsea's under-23 captain. So again, in terms of bringing in a young player who, who needs minutes, that's quite a, quite a drop in class down, yeah. so um, he, could, he could be a decent player. A Carlisle near the bottom, they are, aren't they? They really yeah, struggle. Imagine going down there to keep them up, bloody hell. Going up there. Or going up there to keep them from going well down there as in the league, but up there as in geographically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for geography. So yeah, it's west east north. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, uh, I've loved this. Yeah, I have. I've, I've got. I've got one more. Yes, please. And and and, and the relevance could be uh, significant as we go into deadline day. So. A player that's come from Huddersfield Town and has gone to Port Vale uh, is a guy called Kean Harrit, um, who scored 16 goals in 15 games for Huddersfield what? Reserves this season. Um, he's gone to Port Vale and he scored on his debut. Oh. Um, so again, you know, Port Vale, you know, they're not not a bad side anyway. So if they've, if they've added a, a, a good quality young player to their to their um, team and also you know where he's come from is interesting because um, if the reserves are doing well up there that could be good news so with Swindon are just above us they've they've um, strengthened Port Vale are just yes. below us they've strengthened I tell you what it's going to be a tricky three or four months John it's going to be an interesting yeah, well. chat bet at the weekend as well mm. thoughts John on your, what you've heard and what Exeter are doing possibly First of all, I think the Andy, those were some really interesting uh, signings, especially from the other League Two teams. Um, look, I'm always confident. I think if we've got Sam fit, if we've got a fully fit squad, I'm confident we can go up, if not through the playoffs, automatically. Love, so, you. Love your energy. I'm I'm always confident. You have to be confident, else why would you go? Such a good one. Well, lovely little, that's a lovely little button. I think you've had your you've had the blip already. I think. I think the blip's gone. <laughs> we definitely, miss, we definitely missed that physical presence in Oz or Sam up front. If we can, if you can tell when you watch the game how little MJ and Giovanni get the ball, 
when you don't pick up that the second balls that come off a player like Sam. That's really on. true. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to bring a big beefy bean pole on. Just like six foot eight. Also, how can you be a big beefy bean pole? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Do you mean a big beefy lad? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a tall beefy mat. Just gormless. So it's a well, goofy gormless. You could have a bit about him as well. No, I quite like him just being gormless. Just going so, he get, out so he just puts his head in anything. Yeah, Doesn't we needed we needed kicked. a plan B or a plan C on Saturday. <laughs> you need a. How do you hunt round the lower leagues for a gormo? <laughs> What's what? For what email gorm, goes out for to a the tall club? gormless Wally? We're looking. Hey, hey guys, we're looking for a big tall gormless Wally to come on, <laughs> make a difference. Just an email around the chairman. Yeah, yeah. Just know anyone? If you do, give us a yeah. shout. Has to be yeah. thick as pig shit. Should we just send them a Darren Ablett? Yeah, go on, <laughs> go on Darren. Off you go to extra. No man. We'll get someone to drive you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a soft top so you can sit up straight. <laughs> Stick his head up the Sunday. Here he comes. I reckon this is he as he comes in the car park. I reckon this is him. Here comes Gormless Darren. Get your head on it, Darren. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> is he in my head he's got a big nose and goofy teeth as well yeah. like plug is he like yeah. plug he's got from... no teeth he can't have teeth oh yeah, yeah he's got no teeth God, yeah. <laughs> and he's 50% of the time he's running away from the happily action happily married though, which is nice the... happily married yeah lovely kids lovely <laughs> yeah, family yeah nice. well, <laughs> lovely she comes to every game very yeah. supportive yeah. <laughs> the abuse she has to listen to those from me <laughs> big gormless <laughs> Darren <laughs> Is she gormless though? No, she's lovely. striking. <laughs> well, has he done that? Because he's a footballer. Wow. Yeah, he was on. He was on um, Leicester's books for years. They met. <laughs> they met when he was. Let's in. do a pretend football podcast <laughs> where none of the teams or players are real. That'd be great. That'd be great, and we always go up on the last day of the season. <laughs> That'd be great. No, you've got to go down at least once. Make it realistic. Yeah. Yeah. What? So we're going to make a team up. We're going to be like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I can't think of a Let's name. Let's not do it team. now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do it at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's only talk about it as an aside and never commit to it. Cheers. Yeah. Well, thanks, Andy. That was Thank brilliant. Thank you, Andy. Thanks. You put so much effort in, and it's much appreciated. Yeah. It was brilliant. If you're around, yeah, for looking forward to a busy day. Hopefully, if you're around for the Christmas podcast. Yes. Do you want to put it in now? You're so now 20- part of the My New Football Club <laughs> family. Put it in the diary now, 23rd. I'll, I'll, I'll come back for the uh, the August window. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There must be something else we could use There aren't for. any other windows you could go in for. Anything, if you think of any other ideas that we could just, just <laughs> yeah, hear lots other. of fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could you do an episode about windows? <laughs> <laughs> right thanks john thanks john thanks Andy. may i say thank you to exercity exercy <laughs> no you can't <laughs> <laughs> should have should have supported talking yeah <laughs> it's easier to say may i say thank you to exeter city football club for making me feel very welcome last saturday oh how lovely mm. That was lovely. Thank you. Oh, Thank you, Andy. Right, thanks, thanks, John. Every- thanks, everyone. Pleasure. Have a lovely yeah, day. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.